The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Alright everyone, coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm one of your hosts, Slowdown. With me as always... F.U. Hunter. That's right. And we have an exciting new segment we wanted to start up. Uh, it's called Killer or Filler. Oh, and yeah. in this segment, it's going to be shorter episodes, it's just Hunter and I. So no stump the host, no third guest, it's just Hunter and I's take on the like surplus of fucking horror remakes that have happened over the last like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Because let's face it, last 15 years, there's been a shitload of horror remakes. Some have been presents, and some of them have been dog shit. Yeah, seriously. You know that flaming bag of shit on your front porch? That's kind of what we get sometimes. But I appreciate it sometimes. You don't know. That's true. You don't know. You don't know. You can't base off of trailers anymore. Sometimes you can look at a trailer like, this shit looks like it might be legit. Yeah. And it sucks ass. And sometimes you're like... I am not, I know, I'm not going to, this is not going to be good, and you are pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so sometimes you're Kyle, and you think you, you can do everything off the off the trailer. <laughs> Other times, <laughs> no, no, sorry, Kyle, it's uh, one more, one more check mark towards Always you. have to give him shit. Always, always. But no, so, we, uh, we, we thought this would be a great idea, um, because... You know, there's no, like, ones that have already come out, there's no point in reviewing, doing a whole review on that. We didn't feel like it's more just like, let's go over kind of what we think the, what we know the differences are between the two and whether or not we thought that was a killer remake and it actually amplified and brought justice to the original, but did something in its on its own right. Or if it was just utter shit and fluff and filler and somebody was just trying to market on a name. Because let's face it, we've had some remakes that have come out and they're just trying to market on a name and the love that people have for the thing and they fuck it all. Seriously. Like, they don't, not, no. They don't just fuck it. It's not like it's, not like it's mutual. It's a raping. <laughs> okay? Damn. Yeah, dude. We, there are some movies that are fucking terrible. And I feel, it's, yeah. It's almost like you're going back to that South Park episode. With Indiana with, Jones. Yeah. 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 With a crystal skull. Exactly. You <laughs> like this, don't you? No, stop it. <laughs> you see uh, Spielberg and uh, uh, what's his face? Fucking on the Lucas. Lucas is yeah. on the screen like, eh, eh. No. <laughs> but um, so the, the, for the first episode, we want to come out swinging. And um, we wanted to talk about 1978's George Romero's stellar fucking masterpiece, Dawn of the Dead, and Zack Snyder's 2004 remake. Surprisingly good. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. So, um, let's, some of the big, like, all right, so, like, right off the gate, I'm going to say, I'm not going to wait for the end of the episode, this was a killer remake. I was very hesitant because it's Romero going into this movie. Like, I... I'm like, who the fuck has the balls to try to remake, outside of Savini, because Night of the Living Dead, whatever, right. to remake a Romero property, right? Because this is before The Crazies came out in, like, 08 or whatever it was. Right. So, like, and it was Zack Snyder, who at the time was, like, nobody, well, really. That's, it's his first movie. Yeah, yeah. He was nobody. So, like, who is this fucking guy? I'll put it like this. I think James Gunn wrote the script, and I think that script was so fucking good, they went, all right. We're willing to take a chance. But personally, when I first heard they were remaking Dawn of the Dead, 
Yeah, I was not happy. I, I was pissed. I, I, I'm kind of on. Because I, I, I was yeah. like, this is, I mean, this is Romero. You're fucking, Dude. With, you're fucking with Romero now. Like, and not um, only are you fucking with Romero, you're fucking with Dawn of the Dead. Like, as a kid, it was like, I think it's you know. a year after, it came out a year after the Texas Chainsaw uh, remake. Yeah. Which wasn't shit, it wasn't terrible. We'll save that. We'll save yeah. that for, Yeah, we won't. But... Again, I was like, oh, this is going to be that kind of trend. Like, all right. <laughs> the Michael Bay trend? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. It was going to be the Michael Bay trend of yeah. remakes where he just like, yeah. What hot stars can we get to look sexy while being murdered? Yeah. And honestly, with this Dawn of the Dead remake, he didn't get a lot of, like, he got... The big names? No. He got, like, one, right? Which one? Uh, the, the cop. Uh, Ving Rhames? Big dude. Yeah, Ving Rhames. I wouldn't call Ving Rhames a huge star. In my mind, Ving Rhames is amazing. Okay. I love Ving Rhames. I understand. Okay. But I wouldn't put him as a big star. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you just want him to have the shotgun in his hand, cock it, say, that's rough, motherfucker. Like, you, right? want, exactly. you want to be a bass, yeah. but it's not like, all right, kids, let's, get, let's go see the Ving Rhames movie. All right. Like, it's, it's not like that. All right. But yeah, you had some random ass motherfuckers in there. You had fucking Sarah Polly, who. Before that, the only movie I remember her seeing her in was Go. Like, yeah, and she's like the star of the movie, pretty much. So, and you have um, you have Dude Man who plays Dad on Modern Family, <laughs> which is weird, so fucking weird to watch him in that because this came out years, yeah. years before Modern Family, and he's such a fucking prick in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, and oh then God. in there he's just lovable goofy you know dad like yeah. but it's so dead, oblivious like, yeah you know. fuck off i'm gonna fuck this chick and then i'm gonna fuck everybody over like that's the zimo like now one of the guys that played one of the security officers is actually been in a lot of shit since then because i recognize him but i can't remember what the fuck i've seen him in you talking about the one the mustache, mustache. Yeah. yeah yeah he's, he's been, been in so much shit right unfortunately i, I, can't, I can't think of anything right now. all right so so right now we kind of suck so that we 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 are saying that to let you know we don't remember what he was in, but he he has been in tons of stuff. Anyway, that's then there's like the the guy who plays uh, uh, the boyfriend or the whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. Like they changed up the characters. Yeah. Like they did they did change up the characters. You know you have the mixed couple and she's pregnant, right? We had you had a pregnant woman and a mixed cu- and a couple in the in the original. Um, the only thing that's different in that, and this goes for the times, is that the pregnant woman wasn't smoking. Yeah. <laughs> like, they definitely cleaned it up for the 2000s, because in the 70s, no, I guess no one gave a fuck. Nah. You know? Eh, you're pregnant, smoke a cigarette, it gives a shit, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Everybody smoked wherever they yeah, had in the 70s, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing, and, and this is throughout the movie, the biggest thing that changed... And I think it was a blessing to the movie was the zombies. Yeah, like if he if he'd have done this and tried to mimic the r- traditional Romero zombie, it would have felt like heavy fisted, like ham handed at that point because you're not taking. And he didn't actually he didn't do Twenty Eight Days Later's virus zombie right where they're super like sprinting, but he definitely made them more fast paced, more of a threat. I am right down the middle. I know some people are like, you, your zombies can't you know, run. And some people are like, oh, running zombies is more realistic of the zombies. I'm right down the middle. I love the Romero zombies, and I really love the fast zombies. I love treating the zombies dead and just moving around. And, you know, they pick up the pace. The Romero zombies, they pick up the pace if they see somebody. They're like, you know, it's moving a little faster. But they're not running. But I also really like the 
James Gunn. I mean, I know Zack Snyder directed, but let's, let's James give Gunn. James Gunn some James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. The rabid dog type style of the fast zombie. Yeah. Like the that is my like that's what I'm gonna go after, and I'm not gonna fucking just casually walk over there, but I'm going to attack it. Yeah. Like a fucking wild animal. Like all the like instincts of a wild animal are what these zombies are. And I really fucking like that. You know, because, I mean, the original Dawn of the Dead, I mean, they're pretty much running around the mall and smacking zombies <laughs> in the back of the head, like, hey, slow ass, pop, and they're like, ooh, like, I can run, you can walk fast, fuck you. Not only in the montage, but actually in the the biker scene at the end where they're just literally fucking yeah. going to town on these zombies. And uh. the Romero zombies, it's all about, like, the size. If you get caught in a horde, you're fucked, you yeah. know? And the Zack Snyder one, it, you, you can have one do a shitload of damage. And that, I, I did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, he definitely, like I said, it was definitely the 28 Days style later where they're faster, but it wasn't as rapid as that. Yeah. 20 Days Later set, like, I think, to this day, outside of World War Z, which doesn't count because it was all CGI bullshit, um, it, it, yeah, it was. I still enjoy World War Z for what it is. I do. Take out the, yeah, atrocious yeah. piling of Yeah, CGI zombies. Zombie. Yeah. But, yeah. considering, not to go on too much off, but considering how much I love the fucking book, to appreciate the movie that does barely touches the book at all, mm-hmm. they pulled it off. They, and a PG thirteen zombie movie. They did. You take out. You take all out right, a few right. ridiculous pile zombie wall bullshit yeah, CGI. Yeah. You take that out, and just as a PG thirteen zombie movie, it actually works. All right. All right. It might also be that I've been playing the uh, World War Z uh, video game recently, so I I'm which mimics the movie yeah, yeah. versus the. <laughs> yeah. Um. So another big thing that I felt made made these movies stand apart was the the pace i feel i don't know if it was because of the zombie pace was sped up that it changed the pace of the movie right but if but the original 78 dawn of the dead was a slower paced movie and they really delved into the characters and kind of like what the walking dead used to do um (laughs) yeah (laughs) where it's character driven and the zombies are a thing you have to fucking deal with right like they're in the mall so they're they're, they 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 had the random zombie outbreaks at the beginning with like ones that were still left and all that you know but for the most part they were protected right so you have these um, people trapped in and you really get a feel for each individual character in the original Dawn of the Dead like when the the uh, I believe his name was Frank the dad dies right in the original one they were able to like harness on like hone in onto that. And you felt that death, right? Like, that was a big deal. Yeah. But you had another character in the remake named Frank, who is, the, they actually switched characters, and he was the one of the people that showed up in the box truck with the wife who had been bit. Right. And both those characters basically die, and you don't give a fuck. So... Well, you kind of gave a fuck. I, I mean, mean, not really. You knew him for, like, four minutes of the movie. Well, like his daughter's upset. You kind of feel bad for her and shit. You do, but the, that's not the characters. That's the daughter. That's not the characters that died. I'm talking about like in the in the in the Romero Dawn of the Dead, the characters that died. Pretty much every one of those you gave a shit about. That's true. You know what I mean? Now, one thing I will say is the OG Dawn of the Dead. You start off the movie. The outbreaks already happen. It just hasn't hit full. Like everywhere's fucked. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. But I will say the remake. I love. That you're falling through, end of a normal day, 
she gets off of work. There's a few things kind of weird, like they're bring she the main character working at the hospital as she's leaving. They're talking about like oh, cause someone got bitten. It's kind of weird, and it's a little weird, but that's it. But she goes to bed, wakes up, and then and the husband's it's walking, apocalypse. Yeah, she woke up to the apocalypse. <laughs> got the next door. Wakes up, little girl, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Oh, husband's dead now. Husband's trying to kill me, and I love that perspective. That first like seven eight minutes opening sequence of the dawn of the dead remake i really appreciate that because you get that a little bit with night of the living dead but dawn of the dead like as the og one you already it's already happening you're like oh yeah everybody knows there's zombies happening at that point so i just that perspective was so fucking awesome and that scene just you know her getting out of the window her husband you know get in the car her husband jumps in the car bashes the glass she pulls out, he's chasing after her, and then all of a sudden you see him get distracted because there's the neighbor out on the lawn, and he's like, well, meat's meat. I don't have to have familiar meat. I'll have fucking meat, and jumps yeah. after her. And that was fucking great. And um, that actually brings up a good point where Dawn of the Dead, the OG, you could clearly tell there it was coming off of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Because as much I do love the O four Dawn of the Dead's opening scene, I agree. Uh, we are on we're on point with that. Uh, but I do enjoy the original one because it's it's like it happens in a major city versus in like suburbia off of a major city. Where in the OG, it's apartment buildings and like mm-hmm. there's just tons of fucking zombies. <laughs> like, could you all right? Imagine if, if there's an outbreak in an apartment building. Like how many fucking zombies that would be in the initial, oh, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just throw them in the basement. It's all yeah. good. So either these cops just rolling up the apartment building and zombies, zombies, oh zombies, zombies. Like it's just fucking a hundred zombies in the first like 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And the mall was actually the break from that. Versus yeah. in the 04, they kind of did the um, everyone meets up along their travels and they end up at the mall. Yeah. So that was a big deal. Like the, you, you, I'm glad they didn't try to make it like this movie was coming off of Night of the Living Dead because it wasn't. You, yeah. you, you can't just remake Dawn of the Dead and just forget about Night of the Living Dead. Like, in, in, if you're going to do that route, like, oh, there's a, we 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 start in the movie in the middle of an outbreak. That's not how that works. And that's why that that yeah. opening sequence is so much fun. Yeah, exactly. You you know what's going to happen. You're just waiting for it to happen. And once you see her experience in the outbreak, and then after she crashes the car and it goes to the credits. And I'm dude, I'm a sucker for the opening sequence of this movie, but it's good. It they they showing clips from around the world, and just like that, outbreaks fucking everywhere. There's news coverage, and meanwhile, while they're showing you all this crazy news coverage, yeah, let's just throw in some Johnny Cash. Okay, you got me. Man comes to town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I have tons of gripes about fucking Zack Snyder. Most of it his later shit, but several of his movies, he knows how to put the right song in, you know, like, yeah. I put in Dawn of the Dead and the beginning sequence of Watchmen with having, um, the Dylan in the, in the, that part, both of those. Perfect. Yeah. No, I, it's I, the later, I agree. It's the later Snyder's where he's let's got, not, yeah. yeah, let's just not <laughs> talk about those. Um, so one, of the, one of the things that they didn't harp on much. So basically like, I feel like for people that haven't seen the O four, but have seen the original and they want to know if they should watch the O four. It's like, look, go into understanding, that a lot of the social commentary is gone in the in, in Snyder's, and it's definitely uh, more gore focused. Mm-hmm. Which is I'm not that's not a bad thing for me. I'm just saying like Romero was really heavy on the social commentary. Like he made a point to show you that when we are zombies, 
there's no differences. Yeah. Like every every belief or structure we based our life on is gone. Like you see the dude who was the the uh, I forget what religion is, but the Harry Krishna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's who or vegan? Yeah. He wants meat. <laughs> like yeah, Romero's you know? Romero's is <laughs> very much a statement movie. Oh yeah. And the remake is, I mean, come on, they're picking out. Zombie celebrity lookalikes and fucking that was so good. That was so good. There's no real. There's a real social statement on that. Besides, look, I killed a zombie that looks sort of like Burt Reynolds. (laughs) It was so good. But they there's one. There is one line they kind of keep in this in in, similar between the two, and that was the remembrance of coming to the mall. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't know. Like I said, in '04, it wasn't really as heavily. Influenced on the fact that it was uh, a, a social commentary on consumerism, but they definitely threw it in there, and it and it still fit. So I really did appreciate that. Yeah, you know. Uh, but and there was another uh, uh, there was another influence on from the uh, Romero Dawn of the Dead that was a heavy like social commentary, and I oh it was when they first went in the mall and you saw the mall walkers. Yep. Because, you know, like, they were just still walking the mall. <laughs> but they were zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. That'll be a consistent oh, thing. Oh, Always. Oh. But I love the remake. Uh, like I said, the, the gore factor is up to uh, 11 on this. So and the kills are so fucking good. The one thing they added into it that is a heart tugger versus like there were a few in the Romero version, but the remake was when dude had to kill his wife and his baby. Cause zombie baby was born. That was, Ooh, ooh. when he's laying there and you see her stomach start to move. Dude. And you're like, Oh shit. Oh. Is this going to happen? We yeah. get a zombie baby. Yeah. We got a yeah. zombie baby. Oh yeah. We got a zombie baby. And uh, that was kind of fucked. Now Just a little bit. I know we're getting kind of towards the tail end. One thing I did want to bring up though, that I really, really enjoyed about, uh, the, the remake was when I saw it in the theater, right? The way the movie ends, they get on the boat. It's tragic because the dude sacrificed himself. He got bit. He's just like, just get on the boat, get on the lake, and you'll you'll be safe, right? And then it goes to credits. Then you start getting some of that video camera footage. Some people were like, ah, eh, whatever, it's credits. Got and left. I'm the type of person. I'm gonna stay, watch it till the end. Because they're clearly showing you something, right? Right. Well, but people are like, oh, okay, whatever. So I stayed till the end. Which, if you stayed till the end, you have the true ending of the fucking movie. Yes. Because they get to the island, <laughs> and, and oh, they're hey. like, "Here we are. We did it. We're safe." Uh, no, you're fucked because there's zombies on the island. They get swarmed. Pretty much all the characters are dead. Yeah. And it fascinated me when I worked at the theater because I watched it opening night, and then. Everybody that left as the credits started, right? And I'd see them come out of the theater, and they're leaving, they're talking about it. And I was thinking, they have a complete different idea of how the movie ended. Yes. They go, yay, some of our our characters are lived to the movie. Nope. No. Nope, because you stayed through another two minutes of the credits. They're all fucked. Yeah. And that was so fucking awesome. Because it's almost like, you could say it. he took a chapter from Night, Night, Night of the Living Dead where... All your characters are dead. But also you could say, like, hey, we went from our remake of Dawn of the Dead. We were right into Fulci. Yeah. And uh, his yeah. island zombies. You know, I don't know. I mean, oh, I... Oh, you I, hear <laughs> the moaning. It's perfect, too, because you just hear it, and then you just see a swarm of them. Yeah, so good. But so many people left, because a lot of people are like, I'm not staying for that. Why, why would I need to watch credits? Maybe there'll be, a, like, a bonus thing. Because mm-hmm. this is pre- Marvel, that being a common yeah. pre Marvel, you got to stay till the end of the credits to see some extra shit. So people weren't 
instinctually go, oh, I need to stay through all these little segments. They just thought they were just kind of joking around segments. Oh, they fucking hate each other while they're on a boat and they found yeah. a video camera. Not knowing, no. The essential scene is at the end of the movie where every character fucking dies. Yeah. There you go. Yep. No, the ending the ending on that was on point and ahead of its time because you're right. It was doing something that now is commonplace, but back in 04, no one yeah. fucking did that. Nobody did that, yeah. Nobody did that. Yeah. One of the other big things that the remake had going for it was... And what I actually feel is the biggest heart, not the fact that it's the main who ends up being like the pretty much the the, the main character um, and her parents and all that. Oh no, the main the nurse uh, yeah. being the main character. I mean, they, they they introduce her at the beginning. You pretty much follow through her, but the relationship that I feel like was actually more heartbreaking was Ving Rhames and the dude across the street. Oh, them playing man. chess and stuff. Which, Come on, man! Like I gotta give, good stuff, man. I gotta give Snyder credit. He put a lot of the original actors in the remake, mm. and that's one of the original actors yep. is his buddy across the you know across the street. Yep, I thought that was fucking awesome. But yeah, all Savini's in there somewhere too, isn't he? Yeah, Savini when they're burning, he's like, you got to shoot him in the head and you got to burn the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in there for a brief second, yeah. and I mean, all three of the actors that were in there, you know. In fact, I think uh, what's his name. Uh, the black guy, Kid Bory. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that he gets to say his line yeah. again. Yeah, he does. Holy shit, that's right. He does. <laughs> so yes, no, you're the movie right. Played as not like a don't think about the original, but kind of a tribute. It was tribute as well as what we love about remakes here on From the Mouths of Madness. It tributes. It acknowledges. It is a fan made film, but he made it his own. Right, and that's that's what's awesome about it. Um, but Nothing for me will ever beat the seventy-eight Dawn of the Dead biker scene with Savini. That oh, was yeah. all, that. God damn, that was good. And what's it's amazing like, is that some of the deaths in that original is just like that's so. It's practical. that was his mark. Yeah, like that was Savini's. Like that was what unlocked the door for him moving forward. Like he had done other movies prior to that, but like Dawn of the Dead and what he had to do with like nothing mm-hmm. for that movie. Oh, dude, it's insane. Anybody who has not watched the Zavini documentary on Shudder, you need to get a fucking seven days trial of Shudder for free and watch that motherfucker. It's beautiful. I laughed. I cried. God damn it. I went through the fucking <laughs> ring of emotions with that thing. And um, he talks heavily about that, how like George was just like, uh, we need to make this happen. And that's all he would get. And Savini would have to go make that happen. Yeah. And it's awesome. Because if you look at like the machete to the head alone, like your tattoo. Yeah, I know, fucking, yeah. It's fucking which, rad. Which is funny that I got that the tattoo of the machete head guy, and then I met him a year later, and so it's kind of... <laughs> it's <laughs> I just say it throws people off, and you're like, look, I got you tattooed on me. Yeah. But uh. it was really cool, because he was actually part of Savini's team. Yeah. He was part of the... And he was like, uh, all right, we need somebody for this effect. He's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll do it. Like, he back, wasn't one of the extras. He was part of the, the makeup crew. Back then, especially in Dawn of the Dead, like, some of the scenes where you didn't see the whole person were the crew or Savini yeah. himself doing the doing the special effects where you just had, like, an arm or a leg or something on fire and you didn't see a face. That's, that's all you got. Yeah. You know? But, um, but I, I could say with the, this first episode, this is one of those, I love the original and I frankly love the remake. Yeah. There's going to be what, other ones that... Oh, it's no. not going to yeah. be that way. But yeah. I would definitely put this in the... Uh, it's a this, killer. It's a killer. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I agree. I uh, enjoy watching both. I don't think the remake takes anything away from the original. I think they're both 
just great movies and it it's a tribute to the original and it's enjoyable to watch exactly i i agree 100 dawn of the dead 04 remake for me is a killer remake um he did he he had no qualms with switching it up you know like you know like said he made fast-paced zombies he definitely changed the focus uh of the entire movie more towards the gore and just the carnage that is caused and if you look for a social statement you're looking more at how people try to survive with each other versus as social commentary outside of their bubble. Yeah. Right? And I think Snyder did well with that. I have zero qualms about it. I rewatched the shit out of it. I still want to try to give James Gunn as much credit because... Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. I think done. that script really... I think that script is what made that movie and Snyder just did enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made some good choices with music made it look and pretty. stuff like that. Yeah. You made it look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we both are on agreement that Dawn of the Dead 04 was a killer remake. Let us know what you think. Lowdownbrown.gui at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Check out everything else under GUI, uh, the network, uh, GUIpodcast.com. And until we meet again, later. We are back for 2020's GalaxyCon happening February 28th through March 1st in the Richmond Convention Center. And uh, we've got six panels for you this time. We had five last time. We've got six for you this time. Five live recorded podcasts and a Adventures in Podcasting panel as well. The schedule goes February 28th at from 5 to 5.50. We've got the Geeks Under the Influence panel. Six to seven on Friday is Smack My Pitch Up. Saturday from 4 to 4.50 is Geek Father. And uh, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. is Beautiful Disasters. That's going to be both showing a main feature film and then discussing it afterwards. They're going to be showing Space Truckers and then uh, showing both Space Truckers segments while talking about it and also segments of other films featuring celebrities that are at GalaxyCon. Then Sunday from 4 to 4.50 is Adventures in Podcasting where you can hear stories about our times uh, with Geeks Under the Influence doing podcasting, stories from other conventions, stories from recording, and insights, information, uh, helpful clues if, if you are interested in getting into podcasting yourself. Then, one of our newest shows, 545 to 645, is From the Mouths of Madness with my co-host from GUI, Lowdown Brown, and Fuck You Hunter, as they discuss the favorite kills from horror movies, I believe, is their, uh, is their subject matter. So come out to the GalaxyCon and the Richmond Convention Center, February 28th to March 1st, and enjoy some Geeks Under the Influence live. It's free with uh, paid admission. Find more information at GUIPodcast.com or any of our social medias. We will see you there.